you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode of Markets Daily is sponsored by Kraken. Thursday, September 21st, 2023, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. My name is Noel Acheson, Coindesk collaborator and author of the Crypto's Macro Now newsletter on Substack. On today's show, we're talking about some relief in potential Bitcoin selling pressure, renewed concerns about crypto's largest stablecoin, and South Korean offshore crypto holdings. So you don't miss an episode, be sure to follow the podcast on your platform of choice. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Now, the Markets Roundup. Assets around the world reacted with surprise yesterday at the FOMC's statement that left U.S. rates unchanged, but that also loudly signaled that U.S. rates will remain higher for longer. Among the more surprising moves was the lifting of the FOMC projection for the Fed funds rate at the end of 2024. This has moved up to 5.1% from 4.6%, effectively taking two rate cuts off the table. At 10 a.m. Eastern Time, Bitcoin was down more than 2.7% over the past 24 hours, trading at $26,415, according to Coindesk Indices. Ether was down 3.3%, trading at $1,577. Despite declining correlations, macro sentiment still weighs heavily on crypto markets. Higher rates weaken the short-term investment case by reducing overall monetary liquidity. This especially hurts long-duration, high-volatility assets. A stronger dollar further impacts the crypto market by pushing up the denominator of the most often traded pair, which is Bitcoin in US dollar terms. And low-risk yields of over 5%, such as those available in some US treasuries and money market funds, are likely to incentivize a preference for safer assets. In traditional markets, US stocks and bonds moved to a higher-for-longer stance. The S&P 500 closed down nine-tenths of a percent yesterday and looks weak in trading today. It is currently down a further 1% from yesterday's close. The Nasdaq is faring somewhat worse, down 1.4%, while the Dow Jones is down 0.6%. Bond yields shot up yesterday in reaction to the FOMC messaging, with both the two-year and 10-year Treasury yields reaching their highest levels since 2006 and 2007, respectively. 
After falling in sympathy with their US cousins at the Open today, UK stocks have largely been recovering this morning, with the FTSE 100 up almost half a percent from the Open. Investors appear to be encouraged by the Bank of England's decision to pause rate hikes for the first time in nearly two years, despite inflation at 6.7%. Concern about the state of the UK economy no doubt weighed on that decision. Last week, we saw UK GDP and industrial production data come in notably worse than expected. And while inflation is still a serious problem, it seems to be heading in the right direction. European stocks have unfortunately not had a similar boost. Both the DAX and the Eurostock 600 are down over 1.1% on the day. In Asia, Japan's Nikkei index followed Wall Street down, dropping 1.4%. The Bank of Japan announces its decision on rates tomorrow, but consensus forecasts are signaling no change. China stocks were also weak. The Shanghai Composite fell by almost 8 tenths of a percent, while the Hang Seng fell almost 1.3%. In commodities, the Brent crude benchmark slid earlier this morning as concerns about global economic growth weakened the demand outlook. At one stage, the price had dropped to below $93 per barrel. It has since rebounded, however, and is currently just above 94 Gold took on board the climb in the US dollar by retreating off its multi-week highs. Earlier today, it was trading at around $1,925 per ounce. Stay tuned. After the break, we'll take a look at Bitcoin selling pressure, other concern again, and offshore crypto holdings. Meet the all-new Kraken Pro, the powerful, customizable, beautiful way to trade crypto. It's Kraken's most powerful trading platform ever, packed with trading features like advanced order management and analytics tools, all in a redesigned, modular trading interface. So head to pro.kraken.com and trade like a pro. Not investment advice. Some crypto products and markets are unregulated. The unpredictable nature of the crypto assets market can lead to loss of funds and profits, may be subject to capital gains tax. Welcome back. In this section, we're going to look at stablecoin stability, offshore crypto investing, and the Bitcoin market sees the removal of some potential sell pressure. Earlier today, it was confirmed that the distribution of recovered Bitcoin to creditors of collapsed exchange Mt. Gox will be delayed another year. Mt. Gox was the leading crypto exchange back in the early days. In 2014, it spectacularly collapsed, revealing a large hole in customers' accounts the liquidators have spent years trying to fill. A total of 142,000 Bitcoin has been recovered, and it had been agreed that this would be distributed to the approximately 40,000 creditors by the end of October of this year. Concerns were that the Bitcoin received by what must surely be disillusioned investors would immediately be dumped on the market, creating additional sell pressure. This is not necessarily what would have happened, since many might choose to hold on at these prices, even if only to avoid a hefty capital gains tax. But the threat of the sell pressure has been one of the likely lids on the Bitcoin market in recent weeks. Its temporary removal could lift that lid, especially once the market digests the more pessimistic interest rate outlook. Possibly adding to some market pessimism, however, is a report in the Wall Street Journal this morning about Tether, the issuer of the crypto ecosystem's largest stablecoin, USDT. The article reports that Tether has increased its loan book in the third quarter. Back in December of last year, Tether had said that it would be reducing its loan book this year to zero. Instead, outstanding loans in which Tether lends USDT to clients 
have grown to 9% of total assets, up from 5% at the end of 2022. In an emailed comment to the journal, the Tether spokesperson explained that the loan increase was, and I quote, to prevent any significant depletion of our customers' liquidity or the need for them to sell their collateral at potentially unfavorable prices, end quote. This has led some market observers to worry about the quality of the collateral securing USDT loans, as well as the health of the customers to whom they have been extended. Then again, Tether doubts have been circulating in the market for years. Meanwhile, the company has weathered crisis after crisis, while its balance sheet has become healthier and its disclosures more frequent. The market would like more disclosures, especially given Tether's significant role in the ecosystem, but the progress is in the right direction. Today, USDT is trading at a slight premium to the US dollar, which suggests that its users are not worried. And finally, it seems that wealthy investors in South Korea predominantly hold their offshore assets in crypto. Yesterday, South Korea's National Tax Service issued a statement saying that 1,432 individuals and corporations have reported overseas cryptocurrency holdings. That may not sound like much, the declared value of crypto assets held in offshore accounts reached 130.8 trillion won, or roughly $98 billion. Even more startling, this accounts for 70% of the total amount of reported overseas assets. It's not clear from the statement why the assets are held in offshore accounts. Crypto trading is legal in South Korea on licensed exchanges, and capital controls were eased in recent years. Still, it serves as a reminder that crypto assets are many things to many people. For some, they are a vehicle of speculation. For others, they are an offshore investment. That's it for today's show. You can reach us at podcasts at coindesk.com. Do also please send us questions you'd like us to address on the Spotify Q&A. Follow us. And if you like the show, please leave us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Markets Daily is produced and edited by Michelle Musso with executive production by Jared Schwartz. I'm Noel Atchison for Coindesk. We're back tomorrow with more market news and insights.